the Rookery Radio Hour proudly presents Space Squad 21 in Plan A, or Run Silent, Run Away, Part 1, written by Bran Peacock, starring Francis Chang, Mark Farley, La Schaefer, Ian Custer, Hoover Wind, and Bran Peacock as the crew of the starship Aos 2, August Pollock as Cadet Bucky Weaver, Chris Perishothamon and Jennifer Nutoso as the crew of the starship Zephyr, and Megan Peacock as Admiral Solomon of Space Squad Command. Narration by Nick Etherington. It's time to set your space clock ahead to the mid to late 23rd century for adventure with Space Squad 21. Follow Captain Zachary Gray and his crew as they patrol the known galaxies, explore the unknown reaches of the universe, alienating new life forms and civilizations, finding adventure whether they seek it or not. Get ready to hurtle through space aboard the once mighty starship, the Aos 2, with the underachievers, ne'er-do-wells, and discipline problems that form Space Squad 21. And now, this week's exciting transcribed Space Squad 21 adventure, Plan A or Run Silent, Run Away, Part 1. As our story begins, the Aos 2 sits in space dock undergoing repairs. On the bridge, Commander Lysis Tara, the statuesque Athenian first commander, greets a new member of the crew. He is the eager, enthusiastic, toe-headed, and freckle-faced... Cadet Bucky Weaver reporting for duty, Commander Tara, ma'am. Jumping comets, I can't believe I'm actually here on the bridge of the Aos 2. I'm... Cadet Weaver, according to your transfer orders, you requested assignment to the Space Squad 21... That has to be a mistake. <laughs> no mistake, Commander Tara, ma'am. Smoking rockets, my first assignment, and it's with Space Squad 21, under the command of Captain Zachary Gray. I still can't believe it. I'm his biggest fan. What's he like? The captain, I mean. Is he like everything I've heard? Well, that would depend upon your source of information. What do you know of the AS-2? <laughs> Just what they told me back at Space Squad Command HQ when I got my orders. The AOS-2 is an Alliance exploration observation ship with a long service history. The AOS-2 was commissioned in the year 2250. The AOS-2 is the oldest ship still in service. The AOS-2 was first commanded by Captain George Alsom. The AOS-2- You certainly are a font of exposition, cadet. Why don't I just introduce you to the rest of the crew? <laughs> Smoking rockets, that'd be super! This is Lieutenant Maya Jambi. She's our communications officer. Maya, this is Cadet Bucky Weaver. It's nice to meet you, Cadet. It's a pleasure to meet you too, ma'am. So you answer the phones, huh? Well, actually, my job is much more complicated than that. I do not just answer the phone. I am the communications officer in charge of all network transmission exchanges. I oversee this entire console. Uh, that's a call coming in. Space Squad 21, AOS 2, how may I direct your call? So, moving right along. Over there at the helm is... Hyperactive asteroids, and, and begging your pardon, ma'am, but I know who that is. I mean, I'd know that freakishly large forehead anywhere. He's Lieutenant Commander Akil Secret, the ship's helmsman, and the captain's best friend. He's an Enduri. They're, like, practically immortal. He's, like, over a hundred years old, isn't he, ma'am? Cadet. A gentleman never reveals his age. I'll be celebrating my third centennial in two months. In the event you require gift-buying advice, my favorite Andalusian tequila is aged as old as I am. Akil, this is Cadet Bucky. Cadet Bucky Weaver, sir. It's an honor to meet you, sir. What do you call that? Sir? 
what you're doing with your hand and your forehead. Why are you mashing your hand on your forehead? I'm, I'm saluting you, sir. It's a sign of respect. Well, we don't get much of that around here, cadet. You see, if we spent all our time saluting and respecting each other, we wouldn't have time for duties that are essential to the running of the ship. Begging your pardon, sir. Uh, did I interrupt anything important? Yes, you did. I was attempting to discern how far back in my chair I can lean without completely toppling over. Oh. Commander Tara, ma'am, when do I get to meet the captain? Soon, Soon enough, cadet. Soon enough. Lysis, what's our status? For the thirteenth time, Captain, the ship is currently sitting in space dock, just as it has been for the past 24 hours. Ah, status quo. I like it. Do you know that the walls in the bathroom are covered with graffiti? I'll inform maintenance to clean it immediately. Not why I mentioned it. I was particularly impressed by one poem in there. Or set of poems, actually. I've only made it through ten quatrains so far. I can't tell if it's going to turn out to be an ode or an epic at this point. Actually, it's not finished yet. You wrote Here I Sit? Throwing all humility, dignity, and honor aside, I must admit that, yes, the poet Victor Hugo sits here before you. Well, you keep writing and I'll keep reading. Where do you find the time, Akil? Zachary, as you know, we in Dury do not require sleep allowing us much more quality time for uh, crapulent contemplation. Fair enough. Maya, get me engineering on the intercom. Or you could just press the button on the arm of your chair. I could, and I will. Chief Ronenberg, how long until we can get this ship underway? Well, Skipper, only about 2% of the necessary repairs been completed. I still got to rehabilitate the Cronin drive, realign the Steiner stasis cycle, retune the navigation. Okay, how long, Ronenberg? Oh, I give it about three and a half months. Uh, excuse me? Hell, I'm an engineer. I'm no magician. I don't even know what's wrong with the damn thing yet. <laughs> well, could you find out? Well, even if I do, it's going to take at least four weeks to get the right replacement parts here. Okay, okay, listen. I get the idea. Just figure something out. What do you think I am? Some kind of genius or something? Lissus, who's the grinning chipmunk over there? Zach, that's Cadet Bucky Weaver. Cadet, meet your new commanding officer, Captain Zachary Gray. Sir! Cadet Bucky, eh? <laughs> yes, sir! Well, Cadet, are you ready to blast off on adventure? Yes, sir! Sir, it's an honor and a pleasure to serve under you, sir! Right, right. Lissus, keep him away from me. I'll be in my quarters, updating my daily log. You have the bridge. Yes, sir. Maya, uh, Lieutenant Jambi, could you step into my quarters and give me a hand with my log? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> Golly, smoking rockets and begging your pardons all, but what's so funny? Well, cadet, the captain and Lieutenant Jambi are about to engage in the human sexual relations process, once known by Earth humans variously as getting some, doing it to it, bumping bunnies, riding the purple pony. Never mind, cadet. Yes, enough talk of the captain's tawdry affairs. I need to return to my research project. Ah, that far, 52 degrees, a new record. 
Meanwhile, several sectors away, the Universal Alliance starship Zephyr, the sleek state-of-the-art pride of the Space Squad fleet, is engaged in battle with a horde of big, ugly enemy boss ships. On the Zephyr's bridge, the dashing captain confers with her first officer. Status report! Captain, we've taken some direct hits to the starboard bow. Our defense shields are losing effectiveness power and- Do your best to hold her together. It's time to fight! Or die. Ma'am, may I speak freely? Yes, but be quick about it! We're surrounded by a horde of Bosch battlecruisers. Captain Custer, I strongly suggest that you call in for reinforcements. Don't need them! Then may I suggest that we surrender? Surrender? That's not a word in my dictionary. But Captain, this is suicide. Do I have to remind you that suicide is not an option? But ma'am, you're risking the lives of- Throw it! Or get off my bridge. We're not finished yet. What are you talking about? We're dead! Dead! And it's all your fault! We've been in tougher spots before. No, we have not, you pompous ass! <gasps> that's... that's insubordination! I'll have you brought up on charges if you don't... Posthumously, you mean? Ugh, this is no drill. <laughs> this is real life. What's our position? Uh, we're deep in the heart of the enemy horde, surrounded on all sides by Bosch battlecruisers. What's our status? Screwed, ma'am! Nonsense! Keep the guns blasting! What the...? A direct hit on our engines. But no... You never listen to Shut me. up! Shut up! Ugh. I'll send the message myself. Give me that keypad. Is there one R in surrender or two? Three. Meanwhile, the AOS-2 still sits in space dock. You know what I love best about sitting in space dock for over 24 hours? It's the boredom. Not enough time to take a little shore leave. Plenty of time to do nothing but sit around while waiting while Ronenberg finishes these repairs. Uh, we're also waiting for the new navigation officer to arrive. And when will that be again? When she arrives. Well, let me know when she does. I'll be in my quarters, rearranging my sock drawer. Uh, Lieutenant Jambi, care to assist me? Is that an order? Well, if that's what turns you on. It sure is. Good afternoon, AOS-2, Space Squad 21. How may I direct your call? Hold, please. Uh, Captain, there's a call for you. Admiral Solomon at Space Squad Command Headquarters. Oh, great. Another mood killed by Admiral Solomon. Put her on the main view screen. Captain Gray. Admiral Solomon. I have a great many calls to make, so I'll make this brief. A horde of Bosch battlecruisers is headed in your direction. Approximately 20 minutes ago, the SS Zephyr encountered a Bosch battle horde. The Zephyr engaged the Horde in battle, resulting in the destruction of the Zephyr and her crew. You are ordered to depart immediately at full Cronin Drive speed. Ah, uh, the Cronin Drive? Ma'am, we hate the Cronin Drive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A fleet of Space Squad battleships has been dispatched on an intercept course with the Bosch. And you want us to rendezvous with them to join in the battle? Don't be simple. Of course not. Your dilapidated wreck of a ship would be whacked like a cheap pinata. Oh, where should we go? It doesn't matter. Just get out and steer clear. Any more questions? No? Excellent. Solomon out. <laughs> Salamander out. <laughs> Still here, stupid. Uh, uh, uh. Sorry, ma'am. Uh, Maya, in transmission. Ronenberg? Yes, sir, Skipper. Please tell me you fixed the Cronin Drive. I have fixed the Cronin Drive. 
Have you really? No, sir. Just said it because you asked me to. <laughs> well, then, what's our current status? Well, I fixed it enough that it'll take us somewhere and fast, but not necessarily where we're intending to go. Think of it is, Skipper. So listen, it'll have to do. Uh, uh, Akil, take us out of space dock. And once we're a safe distance away, activate the Coronan Drive. Operation Hall Ass is underway. Course heading, sir? Ooh, oh, that reminds me. <laughs> If our new navigation officer doesn't arrive soon, she's gonna miss her ride. She's not coming. Where is she? That would depend on your religious beliefs. Care to elaborate? She was due to be transferred from her current assignment. Which was? The Zephyr. Ah, great. Well, that is just perfect. Captain, I recommend that we screw the wrong way, intercept the boss ships, screw the recon, be like, Happy ass whooping day, unwrap your presents! Commander Tara, could you please punch Mr. Donnelly right in the face? everybody, take a name. With pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Who's that? On the floor? That would be Mr. Donnelly, our security chief. Oh. This isn't a very safe ship, is it? No, but it's homey. Well, we still need a navigator. So, Cadet Bucky, how are you at navigating? Smoking rockets, sir. It's, It's my best thing. I mean, my best subject back at Space Squad Academy. I was at the top of my class. In fact, my senior thesis painstakingly- Can you navigate without speaking so much? <laughs> yes, sir. You, you betcha, sir. I mean, once I was on isolation duty, I went 30 days without- I'll take that as a no. Akil, status? We're clear of the station. Navigator, plot a course for Sector Z-Alpha-5. Course plotted and ready, sir. Prepare to engage Cronin Drive. At your leisure. Have you ever experienced Cronin Drive, Cadet? Only in a simulator, sir. Did you enjoy the way that it slams you back into your seat and forces your chin down into your neck? <laughs> Smoking rockets, no, sir. Well, the real thing is even rougher, <laughs> so you are in for a treat. <laughs> a kill, punch it. This is Well, the Cronin Drive seems to be in standard working order. Well, so far so good. See? Nothing to worry about. Yep, nothing but stars and open space as far as the eye can see. Uh, Captain, I don't think we're looking at the same view screen. What about that huge and formidable fleet of boss ships, the second star to the right? You see them too? Damn. Why do they always have to be huge and formidable? Just once, I'd like to encounter a fleet of ships that was small and gregarious. I believe what Zachary is trying to say is that he'd rather not be bothered by reality at the moment. Thanks, old friend. Be sure to join us for the exciting conclusion to this week's thrilling adventure in Plan A or Run Silent Runaway Part 2, next time on Space Squad 21. The Rookery Radio Hour presents Space Squad 21 in Plan A, or Run Silent, Run Away, Part 1. Sound design and audio engineering by Simon Karen. Podcast produced by Simon Karen and Ken Diggs. The Rookery Radio Hour is directed by Ian Custer. Check Facebook and Twitter for live show dates, and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. See you next time. <laughs>